What a great way to wake up. With a cup of logic, reason, and common sense. Welcome to the Independence Morning View. Let's get to it. Good morning to you wherever you are in the world. I'm Johnny Anderson. I'm joined this morning by Bruce Adams. Good morning, Bruce. How are you this morning? Good morning. Uh, you know, healthy life, doing well. A um, bit, uh, bit of uh, background noise going here. Things are kind of, you know, packing process and whatnot. We're coming up on the holiday, so you got to get a little bit of packing in before the holiday, you know, before Thanksgiving and before the cooking and all that stuff. And then Cooking? Cooking? No, 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 no. See, well, you're only going to have one person do the cooking, right? Per per the new oh, orders. No. Oh no. See, because they did the orders, we're going to expand and we're going to have twice the number of cooks that we had before oh. because of those orders. Oh. Okay. All right. Yeah. Are they all going to be wearing masks? No. Are, are they going to be social distancing? No. <laughs> are you going to have are you going to have uh, what they say? Three households or less gathering? Uh no. Are you going to? Are you going like to? Six, but, are you yeah. going to take the mask off to put the bite of food in and then put the mask back on while you're <laughs> put chewing? Put the mask back on. No, no, not not doing that either. Nope, nope. As you put it, they can go pound sand. That that is my opinion on all of this COVID nonsense. No, it's it's going to be as normal. Uh, it, to to a degree, if if the because we're going to another family member's house, whatever kind of stipulations they want for their household. I'll follow them because it's their house, not because it's a government mandate or any of that kind of stuff. So if if the the family we're going to, if they want you to wear a mask or social distance or whatever, fine, I'll I'll, I'll abide by it because it's it's their house, their rules, right? But if it's government, uh, because the government says to do it, no. Bruce, we're all in this together. I'm I'm not getting the feeling here that you're you're taking part in in trying to keep people safe. I mean, that's that's the kind of vibe I'm getting from you here. Don't you care about people's lives? I mean, you don't want to you don't want to kill people, do you? I I absolutely care about people's lives, which is exactly why I'm resisting these lockdowns and encouraging people to go back to work and encouraging people to go back to life as normal because How dare you? the more you lock down, the more you follow these orders, Say bye bye to your property and your worse it gets. existence. Worse it yeah. gets. You, you notice how it, it always like when you give into this, it gets worse. You notice that now. Remember, yeah. Joe Biden gets elected. All this was supposed to go away, right? Guess what? Now you're getting locked down again. <laughs> it's, it's like, oh no, it, it did though. Like the first, like that night when when that happened, right? They were oh, an election day. Were going on an election day yeah, on on yeah. Well. Yeah, when they were kind of announcing the counts and when they said the news media yeah. said, oh, Biden won, um, there were riots going on. And those riots just mysteriously cleared up and they started partying in the streets. And that was OK, uh-huh. by the way. No oh, Schumer out there. No mask Taking his mask uh-huh. off. And it, it, Chicago's mm-hmm. Mayor Lori Lightfoot. Yeah, she she was out there celebrating. And, and of course, now. Now, of course, we're, we're seeing the most deadly resurgence. Uh, and yes, it's, yes. Yes. It's, uh-huh. it's surging. It's out of control. It, not it's absolutely out of control. Not we are on. Fault. No, we are on fire. We are on fire, and yeah. we've never seen anything like this. We've never seen anything like this. No, no, this is this is unprecedented. So this afternoon, we're going to be sitting down with Marty and Ned, and we're going to be talking vaccines. We're going to be talking uh, a little bit out of the World Economic Forum, uh, and then of course we've got some more this week coming up on. Uh, um, I think what did he say on Wednesday? Uh, we're going to be sitting down with him. Uh, we're going to be talking 
the predictions of the World Economic Forum by the year 2030. So that's going to be interesting. That's going to we're going to do a full hour on that specifically. We're going to dedicate it to that. But anyway, this morning, big news, right? Today, of course, this will have happened by the time you, the listener, hear this or hears this. This will have already happened, and we will hope that everything will have gone to plan and everything will be uh, on the up and up. Uh, big day today for NASA and SpaceX. It is. Um, they're prepping for launch already today. They they were supposed to launch yesterday. Uh, there was because of weather and but well, it was weather for where the landing site was, right? Which is one of their ships off the coast. Um, I believe there's a hurricane brewing or something. So you know you can't can't land a spacecraft in a hurricane. But anyway, so it was delayed for 24 hours, and so here we are. Um, they're suiting up and getting prepped for the launch today. They are in the capsule as we speak. We're sitting here watching the live stream. I had it up here on screen for a little bit, and uh, we were all watching it in the room here. It's pretty exciting because this is the first time. Okay, so they're putting four up there this time. So they're they're doubling down. Instead of sending two up, they're sending four up. This isn't an experiment. This one isn't a trial run like the first one. The first one was just a trial run. This one is an official, we're sending people to... Uh, the space station, and they will be there for uh, three to six months, I think, or somewhere in that range. They'll be up there for one of the cycles. Is this the same capsule, or have they built another one? Do they reuse them? Um, reuse? I think they reuse them, yeah. I think this is the same one. Okay. Uh, of course, we know Falcon 9's reusable, the, uh, the, the rocket that actually propels them up into orbit. Now, they're going to the ISS, correct? Mm -hmm. And it's going to take them, I think I read it's going to take them 17 hours to, to rendezvous. Is that right? Last time it was 19, but it could be 17 this time. It depends on where the station is versus where they're launching and all that. So, you know, science trajectory, blah, 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 blah. So, yeah. To be honest with you, Bruce, I mean, I don't know what's going to take them so long. I mean, they're only going at like, what, 24,000 miles an hour? 24,000 miles an hour. And the station itself is only... Uh, 200 miles above the surface. I think it's like 250 or something like that. Miles Seems above the surface. 17 hours. I mean, I can honestly. I mean, I I can drive. <laughs> I can drive 200 miles in in a couple of hours. Actually, less when you don't have any speed limits. I mean, and that's that's going yeah. the speed limit. These people are going. Tell me, this isn't a government operation? They're going 24,000 miles an hour <laughs> to go 200 miles. It's going to take them 17 hours. Yeah, but but you're not shooting a bullet down with another bullet. That's the difference. That's true. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they're 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 traveling at, as you said, very high speeds. The the station itself is orbiting at uh, twenty thousand plus miles per hour. So rendezvousing with the station at those speeds is, um, yeah, it, it's like I said, it's like shooting a bullet with another bullet. It, it's difficult. So it, it's it's quite a feat. Yeah, and and everything is everything's done by autopilot, pretty much, right? Yeah, the yeah, pretty much. Uh, it's more or less hands off for uh, the astronauts. Um, uh, obviously, they're given all the information and whatnot at their fingertips, and they can um, take over control uh, if an emergency arises. But no, everything's automated. I think last time it was 100% automated. Even the docking procedure, I believe, is automated. But um, I could be I could be wrong on that one. You know, I don't know if we actually discussed this the last time. The uh, the suits that these astronauts are wearing these don't look like your traditional uh, like uh, pressure suits like the astronauts would wear back in the day. What's different about these? Why, why are these so much more sleek looking? What, what's different about them? I mean, if there's cabin depressurization, do they actually hold a pressure in these suits? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, they'll be fine. Uh, so these suits are really only for the transportation between, you know, the the surface and the station. They're not for like an EVA, which is um, that's where you step out. Yeah, I was going to say that's you, a little, it's a little different. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and you have the jetpack and two hours of air, whatever hour, whatever it is. So it's a little different. It's not temperature controlled, I don't think. They might have the tubing on the inside to regulate temperatures and whatnot, but it's not going to be, it won't hold up very well against direct sunlight um, without an atmosphere. You're, you're looking at like 200 and some degrees Fahrenheit uh, in that case. So yeah, it'd be a little warm, but um, they're, they're, they're more or less designed for pressurization. Just in case there's a loss of cabin pressure, they are hooked up to a, an O2 system to, to give them, uh, I figure what they call it. They have a different name for it when it's um, oxygen and nitrogen mix, um, nitros or something. I, I um, forget what they call it, but it's kind of, I mean, I, I, they call air, it something different. I think they call it air, I, I think. Just, yeah, they, just, yeah, but they, they call it, yeah. it it's air, but they call it like I said, they call it like nitros or or something. Yeah, it's okay. a, a oxygen nitrogen mix. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I tell you what, we're going to keep an eye on that, but I want to get over some other stuff this morning. I, I love doing these things, and it's because it, it's just really funny. By the way, uh, that article I was telling you about the one hundred and one, I saw that on a feed earlier, but that was actually out of the onion. Now, now that I looked it, now, now that I looked it up, it's out of the onion. Which, to be honest with you, wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> it really wouldn't surprise me. As crazy as they are, there's an article out of the onion that says that uh, the state governor uh, in California, Gover Governor Gavin Newsom, opened up outdoor dining to any businesses that wanted to participate, as long as you set up the tables in the median of the 101 freeway. <laughs> 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 Which, like I said, it wouldn't surprise me if that was legit. I, I really thought it was legit when somebody sent that to me, but I didn't pay attention to where it was from. I just saw it in passing. Anyway, this week in leftist violence and intimidation, because I love talking about these things. And it's it's just hilarious, some of this stuff. So last week, uh, the media outlets, of course, they declared Joe Biden the winner, right? Now, no actual winner has been declared yet, except for what the media has said. Uh, there hasn't been an electoral college vote. That no. doesn't come till next month. And so. of course, we haven't even had There's the court no cases on this yet. So, I mean, just, yeah. There actually, no, it, there, there has been a few. And they have. Oh, yes. They oh, have. Yeah. They file. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The, they have won a couple, I think. There was one that, I forget the whole whole deal on it. They, they have won some of the cases so far. Uh, and it has been, oh, it was about, it was about the poll watchers. Uh, they weren't allowed within 20 feet or something like that. And they went through the court filings and they were able to get that down to six feet, which is still too far away for a poll watcher. Yes, I know COVID, blah, blah, blah. But you know what? Shove it. This is an election process. We, we you know, we, we got to have the poll watchers there making sure that the process goes. Because frankly, if we don't keep the integrity of our voting system intact, uh, that's how you lose a republic. Couldn't agree more, sir. But okay, so... The thing, though, the, the thing, though, is that that didn't actually stop all, all this stuff. It just because the media declared that that didn't stop the um, the celebrations. It didn't stop the uh, the rioting, didn't stop the uh, um, the rage, shall we say. Uh, so we just have a few instances just of this week. This is quite interesting because I, I thought these were the people that were um, that were fighting for this uh, this particular election. But we heard this last week. And to be honest with you, I wasn't shocked because the extremists. Well, you guess what? You know, your accounts are revolutionary. You're no longer extreme enough. You're not radical enough. You're not enough of a Marxist, comrade. 
F Biden, obviously, because we can't say the actual word here. F Biden, uh, BLM and Antifa vandalize Portland Democrats County building. You idiots out there that have endorsed these movements. You have signed your own death warrant by these extremist groups. That's what these people do. These extremist movements like this, they stomp on whoever gives them any kind of cover. So the Democrat Party, if you think that you're going to make some kind of a deal with these people, uh, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. So in a protest signaling the national struggle between the factions of the left, Antifa and Black Lives Matter, protesters smashed windows and graffitied the Multnomah County Democrats office building calling for an end to a constitutional government. Oh, that sounds inclusive. Then they sprayed F. Biden beneath the cardboard cutouts of the president-elect, and three were arrested. And of course, what I, do... have the, uh, I have the, the tweet of the, uh, the image here. It's, yeah, go ahead. What, what, are they, what do they plan to replace the constitutional republic with? Uh, something, with something that's more inclusive, Bruce. I mean, and, and to be fair, okay. I mean, if you, if you listen to, to uh, scholars such as uh, the likes of Richard Tremka, who worked for the Obama administration, uh, he believed, and you can look this up uh, for anyone that doesn't believe this, he believed that the um, that the uh, the Bill of Rights were, were simply negative liberties. And, and clearly they were uh, adopted and authored by a bunch of selfish aristocrats who had no concern for the common man, according to him. This is how sick these people really are. Just for those that don't know, the founders gave everything they had. They died in poverty, but they died free men. I, I, I don't understand. Like, Where's his evidence for the things he's talking about? That that's well, it's just there. It's there because he said it. So it's, that, I mean, isn't that good enough? Isn't that good enough for you? Okay, mm. mm. number five. Portland protesters harass a homeowner asking for people to be peaceful is white supremacy. <laughs> you couldn't make this up. Black Lives Matter protesters invaded a residential area and screamed at a Biden supporter who begged for peace from his front porch. I'm sure he was being a good Democrat, voting for Biden, hoping all the madness would stop. Uh, telling him. Sure. Yeah. And the protesters, the mostly peaceful protesters, told him that, quote, asking for people to be peaceful is white supremacy. Um, so just <laughs> just to clue in these these protesters, just just to clue them in. We ask you to be peaceful. We we request that you're peaceful, because if you don't act peacefully, then action is taken against you. And we don't want action to be taken against you. So we request that you be a civil human being. So if you're incapable of doing that, that's why we have law enforcement. And that's why they're armed with guns and tasers. And so please act peacefully. That's why we ask. Uh huh. You cannot make a deal with this. Number four. Nope. Wisconsin demonstrators dance with beheaded Trump effigy and fight with each other. Do you remember the Kathy Griffin thing holding up the severed Trump head? Yeah, you remember that? She reposted that, by the way. She did. Yeah. Yeah. Has she been banned? Huh? Uh, no. Nope. Yeah, nope. I don't think so. I don't, I, I don't so. even think I don't even think they put a little warning message on her tweet at all. No, like no. Like, well, I see if you the president. Well, maybe if she had questioned the integrity of the election, maybe, maybe that yeah, would have gotten it. True. Yeah, true. Gee, I wonder if it actually had gone the other way, which it did. Uh, do, do you think that they would be so quick to censor? I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, a post-election demonstration in Madison, Wisconsin, marked Donald Trump's defeat by dancing, cursing, and beheading an effigy of the president. A fight later broke out between pro-Biden demonstrators and a supporter of the Black Lives Matter movement. See, these idiots can't even get along with themselves. They never do. We saw that in you know Chaz, didn't remind, we? You know what this reminds me of? Um, I'm going to pull out a, a nerd reference here. Star Trek, yeah? Klingons. When the Klingons don't have an enemy to fight, 
they fight each other. It's kind of the same thing, right? Klingons are, well, the Klingons are, it's supposed to be reminiscent of, of parts of humanity, right? And this, this is exactly it. When these loons don't have something to fight against or for or whatever, they're going to turn on each they other. They fight each other. That's, that's barbaric, uncivilized. Uh, I don't I don't know what to say. Kindly say about it, you know? Okay, number three. Minneapolis election protesters kick a cop and try to blind the other with laser pointers. Two protesters, we saw that in Portland, didn't we? The federal courthouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two protesters taking part in demonstrations that blocked an, inter- an, an interstate highway were charged with gross misdemeanors after one shined a laser pointer into the eye of a police officer and the other kicked an officer in the groin. You know, I was watching some, it, it, I don't think it was in Minneapolis, I think it was in Portland, or m- m- maybe it was, uh, it could have been Seattle, I don't know. The, the police officers chased down this Antifa scum, right? They pinned him to the ground, and they're putting him in handcuffs after he assaulted an officer, and the guy was on the ground screaming for his mother. That's who these people are. That That's who these people are. It's pathetic. This is who's going to overthrow the country? Is that? Well, the, the thing is, is that they'll make martyrs of them if they keep it up. And yeah. when you do that, you create more of a, uh, as, as Marty's talked about, um, it opens the door for radical, radicalizing more, right? All right. Number two, uh, Seattle BLM activists arrested for breaking into seven homes and lighting fires. Mostly peaceful, huh? A Black Lives Matter activist broke into seven Seattle homes and lit fires inside before being arrested, according to a police report. Well, at least he was arrested. A local, pro- he'll probably be released. I might add, released. a local protest group started a crowdfunding page to provide her bail. Oh, it's a her. OK, huh? Well, why don't you just get one? Of, yeah. Why don't you just get one of these celebrities to post their bail? I mean, there's a rolling fund, I think. Or hell, uh, I think Twitter actually uh, uh, Jack Dorsey donates uh, very generously to those organizations, the bail fund. So, you know, but see, Bruce, actually, Bruce, there, there's a solution to this. There's a solution to this. We just need to do what. uh uh, Bodine or Bout of whatever his name is, the the uh, the son of the weatherman, underground terrorist, cop killer, whatever mm, DA mm. in San Francisco. Mm. We just need yeah, to yeah. do what he's what he suggested that they do in uh, in San Francisco. And same thing, I think Kamala Harris has talked about this before. We just need to end cash bail. That's all we need to do. Um, they make inoculations for this kind of thing. They they come in different sizes. I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, okay. All right, yeah. I I, <laughs> I I know where you're going with that. Yeah. That you know, I heard that wouldn't. I heard around here. I heard an interesting you can't argument. Break into someone like that. Yeah, I heard an interesting. Well, it doesn't work in the Midwest. I I heard an interesting argument. Well, actually, it wasn't even an argument. It was a statement, and it was somebody that was arguing about how the Democrats always try to come back when they talk about <clears throat> common sense, gun legislation, and all that stuff, and they say, "Oh, we need to ban high capacity magazines," which means a thirty round magazine. You know, that's a standard size magazine. That's a standard size. You you you'd be hard pressed to find just about anything else for a specific caliber five five six two two three. I mean that's that's a standard magazine. It's not a high capacity magazine. A high capacity magazine is like a hundred rounds. You know, a barrel mag, a drum mag, whatever you want to call it, uh, that holds as I said like a, a hundred or so. That's a high capacity magazine. They're not talking about banning those. I mean, those are large. Whatever. Anyway, now this is the most important one, right? This is the most pressing one. Number one. AOC wants Trump-era officials blacklisted. Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who's a Democrat of New York, by the way, just if anyone didn't know, calling for blacklisting, uh, has called for blacklisting members of the departing Trump administration and those in Congress who cooperated with the Trump White House, saying, here's a quote, is anyone archiving these Trump sycophants for when they tried to downplay or deny their complicity in the future, she tweeted. That's her actual tweet. Yeah, uh, AOC, you're you're 
you're traveling down a very dangerous road. And because you're a bartender, I'm going to assume you don't know your history very well. This is what they did. This is what they did back in the day before they went in and confiscated guns and started calling different groups rats or, or vermin or whatever. And then started throwing them in train cars saying, you guys will be safer where we're taking. How'd that for end your, up? For your protection. For your protection. See, it's the same thing with the vaccine, bros. Since we have a vaccine for a coronavirus now, it's it's for your protection. See, they, they just want to help you. So I'll tell you what, let's let's burn through these two because we got a few minutes here. Let, let's burn through these. So I also would like to cover, since we're on that topic, where do most of these wound up loonies come from? Well, they come from the university campuses, don't they? So why not do This Week in Campus Insanity? <laughs> So starting with the University of Minnesota, the University of Minnesota students demand George Floyd prosecutor be removed from the dean's advisory council. Now you think, why would they want that? Why would they want that? Why would they want to remove that? I mean, that's kind of the event that kicked all this off, isn't it? Right. The riots, the looting and everything. I mean, so why, why would you? That's a focal point. And, and since you have a prosecutor uh, and he's on the uh, the dean's advisory council. Why, why wouldn't you want him there if you're a if you're a good progressive student that knows nothing? Well, the student activists at the University of Minnesota are demanding the schools cut ties with attorney Mike Freeman, who sits on the dean's advisory council after he cited, and I quote, underlying health conditions as a potential reason for George Floyd's death, and opted not to charge all the officers at the scene. Huh? Huh? It's almost like that's what the autopsy said. Yeah, right. The uh, well, to be fair, the hospital that he was taken to where he was pronounced logged one death that day, one, a single death. It was George Floyd. And he was pronounced to have died of COVID-19. Just throwing that out there. Number five, Tufts University psychiatrist has said that Trump's loss is the beginning of perfection of the American Union. You couldn't make it up. Couldn't make it up. Tufts. Perfection. Perfection. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it's yeah, the beginning no, of perfection. I, I totally, it's the beginning of. I totally, I do not disagree with. Really? He's right. And the reason I say that is perfection in these leftist eyes is the eradication of those on the right, those that believe in the Constitution. So he's not wrong. I mean, that's what they're gunning for. Do I agree that it's perfection? No, no. But uh, in their in their mind, I can I can understand their logic here. Okay, from their point of view, all right, fair enough, fair enough. I'll I'll give you that one. Yeah, I'll I'll give you that one. Tufts University professor Nasir Gami said that 2020 presidential election results are indicative of the white male Christian hierarchy losing its grip on political power and America becoming more equal as a result. Hmm. Do you still have that? So same view of white perfection. Male Christian. Interesting. Interesting. Huh. Number four, Boston University professor calls the term legal vote racist. I think you even pointed this one out. The head of Boston University Center for Anti-Racist Research, Abram X, Abram X. Kendi, excuse me, Abram X. Kendi, claims the term legal vote is, quote, functionally racist, just like the words illegal alien, race neutral. I didn't even, I've never even heard of that one. Uh, handouts. Handouts is now racist. Personal responsibility. Personal responsibility is now racist. Are you kidding me? Well, yeah, that, that that's part of the Western. You have got to be kidding me. Whatever they have. This guy has declared personal responsibility as racist. But yeah, it's not your fault. So oh, my you, God. You, yeah. <laughs> oh it's always God. someone else's fault. And crack baby. OK. All right. That is a term that's been. <laughs> That is a term that's been around for a long time. That is a that is a child yeah. that is born to a drug addicted mother who is addicted to the substance itself because it's been passed on to the child. So it comes yeah. out as 
Oh, there's no end to these people. It's unbelievable. It, it's kind of no. I mean, there is a negative connotation to crack. I agree. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. But I agree. It's it's true. Uh, you know. Okay. Number. Let me see. Okay. So number three, activist protest Bates College. Bates College's Instagram post of college Republican president. The students at Maine's Bates College protested after the school posted a picture of the college Republican president on its Instagram page. So, yeah, clearly they're just they're voicing their distaste. Side note, I, I don't know. I don't have the audio going real quick. I don't have it. So I can't hear what's going on. But it look I've seen them sealing up the capsule. And now they're opening it up again and they're checking the seal. So I don't know if there was a problem sealing it. Or if um, I know they do pressure tests and all that stuff before. If it was just a pressure test, it yeah. could have been just a pressure test since we're an yeah. hour, two hours away. Anyway, I, I, I vaguely remember them doing exactly <laughs> this with the last one because I'm sitting here thinking, okay. what in the hell's taking them so long? They were doing pressure tests on on everything. So yeah, it it, it looks like he's doing an inspection now, or she, or whoever. Yeah, came, can't tell because of the suit. But well, if there's a yeah. seal problem, if they if they don't get pressure, then they'll they'll cancel it. They'll abort. Number two. Northwestern University student protesters hosted abolitionist breakfast meeting and served minority students food first. So see, we're going back to segregation in the name of That's not racist. ending segregation. Exactly. <laughs> Northwestern University's Community Not Cops is an anti-police activist group. Oh my goodness, these people organized an abolitionist breakfast where black students were served first. Okay, this, like I said, this is not, yeah, unbelievable. That's racist. And, uh, if you wanted, it if is. you wanted it not to be racist, you would have them all intermingled. Like it just first come, first serve. That's the non-racist way to do it. Get in line and get your food. Number one, Kansas State University professor says pit bulls, bad dogs. F- uh, what? It says pit bulls and bad dogs face marginalization akin to racism. So you see, dogs are now racist. Uh, a Kansas State well, no, University professor. Go ahead. They, they are so. They're fighting dogs. They're raised to be fighting dogs. Yes. So that that's the whole problem. That's why they're saying that there's a whole stigma against them because typically they're used for fighting. So it's akin to racism because they're saying that alleging or whatever that um, whites tend to look down upon the black community because black. So people, do, they don't like that breed of dog because that breed of dog. A Kansas State University professor of gender, women, and sexuality studies, there's a course for that, alleged that the marginalization of minority communities presents a threat to dogs and called for dog fighting. Yeah, okay, I get it. Yeah, I see where he's going with this. Yeah. Uh, and called for recognition of inters- <laughs> interspecies intersectionality. Oh my God, these people are insane. They're, they're insane. They're, there's no limit to this. There is absolutely no limit to this. If you think it can't get any more nuts with these people, you're sorely mistaken. Anyway, we are going to have to go. I wanted to cover those this morning. Praying for a good space launch today. I hope that uh, hope all goes well. I hope that they have everything right on the money today. I hope it's a success. Anyway, so we are going to have to go. Thank you for sitting down this morning, Bruce. Thank you to all the listeners. For all the stopping some more, please check us out later on this afternoon. And I hope everyone has a great morning.